0: Hello Waterloo Road fans, Tom here as always, just popping in before we get going with the podcast to tell you about our Patreon page, which is a subscription service where you can get loads of extra stuff from Luke and myself, extended versions of our interview specials, I recorded one this week so it will be with you very very soon. Uh, We are also continuing to write my Waterloo Road fan fiction. We're reviewing other school based shows. We're also handing out the Waterloo Road Awards. We did the second part of Series 7 this week. That is available now on the Patreon. Loads of great stuff going on there. We'll be doing something fun for Christmas as well. It's a great time to subscribe to the Patreon if you can spare us a few quid. And I would like to thank those of you who are already subscribers to the Patreon. So thank you to Lottie Smith, to Maddie. To Georgia Leah, who is on Instagram and TikTok as The Avocado Bath. Thank you to Emily Berry, to Tom Percival, to Mel, to Matthew Kumar, to Natalie, who is on Instagram at NatalieTheBookReader. Thank you to Emmy, to Joe Buckle, to Lucy, to Hannah Louise, who would like to shout out NHS Mental Health Services thank you to Claudia Graham, thank you to Becky, and finally thank you to Eliza who is at Waterloo X Road underscore on Instagram. Your continued support is much appreciated and if you listening to the podcast now would love to join the Patreon and indeed that list of shoutouts, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash waterloo road pod. It would be great if you could do so. Um, As some of you will know, listening to this, it is the premiere of Waterloo Road, uh, the new series this week. It was on Wednesday. Unfortunately, we did not get the chance to go along. But if any of you listening did get to go, I would love you to get in touch and uh, share what you're allowed to about what happened on the day and any fun experiences you had. It would be great to have a little chat on the podcast in the near future about that premiere, if indeed we have any listeners who did manage to get there. And now, without any further ado, let's get on with this week's podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everything From Nothing, the Waterloo Road podcast. I am Tom Beasley, your Waterloo Road super fan, joined as ever by Luke Stevenson. To discuss an episode about drugs, which, as you know, is where we thrive.
1: We thrive on this. <laughs> the next couple of episodes, really. There are a lot of my notes in the next couple of episodes, which is like, look, I know nothing about weed, but everything about this doesn't sound right.
0: <laughs> you mean you don't know all about top grade skunk? <laughs> no, no, nor the ganja. Um... Which is about the only way of saying it that no one uses. In this episode
1: Yeah I don't, I'm barely, this, this show is so dull now Waterloo Road It's been good, it's been bad It's never been <laughs> dull But now it is dull
0: No I don't agree, I said this to you beforehand like, I think it's settled into a sort of Gentle, quite pleasant mediocrity no. Which I quite enjoy watching
1: A teenage boy Like projectiles Not vomit, because it doesn't look like vomit He projectiles <laughs> pineapple juice Onto some poor woman's chest, and I'm there like, meh, this isn't fun anymore.
0: <laughs> I think it's fun. Okay, I do I have to so... think it's fun for the you know gimmick of the podcast, but <laughs> but yeah. I do also think it's fun.
1: Yeah, Stockholm syndrome. I've yeah. um, I got so bored. that I checked, and at the front where it says series producer Tim Key, that is not the comedian Tim Key. <laughs> As featured on Taskmaster
0: And other celebrity It's funny weekend. Has that always been there? Because I also noticed it Of this yeah. episode specifically
1: Yeah it's always been there He's always been the series producer And I was like It can't be he's like a, He is a consulting producer On Taskmaster isn't he? He like comes up yes. With like the games and stuff um, yes. The tasks actually uh, What they're called On Taskmaster yeah. <laughs> Um but yeah, they're they're different people. There are more than one Tim Key. Yeah.
0: Well, like th- th- to be fair, when I saw it, I went, "Oh, he's got the same name as Tim Key." I didn't think it could be <laughs> fairly renowned comedian Tim Key. No,
1: I have uh, I have a friend who, when we went to follow each other on Instagram, she just searched my name and she found a Luke Stevenson who lives in America, has curly hair, a beard, and fishes, and that's all he posts about. And then she eventually found me. She says, "I'm going to follow him anyway." Because he seems interesting, and then now she just sends me posts by this mysterious woodsman, Luke Stevenson, who lives in America.
0: Oh, the different ways your life could have gone.
1: <laughs> exactly, it's a very, it's a big sliding doors moment.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about the episode. Why not? It's why we're here.
1: Yeah, I do enjoy like the the previously on suggests there's going to be some mention of gangs in this. There isn't. Um, no. And it seems to suggest that they gave Finn total control of the school's anti gang security. They didn't do that either.
0: Yeah, I think they're just reminding us that Finn and Kyle have tension, not for all the previous reasons they have tension, but because those of the were gang wiped thing. in the
1: great falling of series six and exactly. twenty.
0: Yes. This is because Finn directly called out the gang, the, the Dale Scan crew. Dale Scan crew.
1: Dale Sken is not a person. Dale means rochdale. Yeah. Scan means gun. Yeah. Crew is a collection of individuals.
0: Yes. Yes. Like a murder of um, crows. A exactly. crew of
1: Dale Skins.
0: A crew of Dale Skins. But Dale Skins is not a person, despite no. how that sounded. Yeah. <laughs> um, the episode begins with Josh and Tom. Josh is telling Tom that he's off the weed. A spliff? Um, not off for a spliff. <laughs> um, but he goes to meet this chap, Grady, who is sort of like trying to tempt him with weed.
1: Yeah. Again, it, it's so funny that they they really want this to be a more serious drug, but it's pre watershed, so they can't make it a more serious drug. <laughs> like again, I I don't know anything about this, but I know for a fact weed is nowhere near as addictive as this show makes it out to be.
0: No. No, and I like. I mean, we'll talk about it more next week. But the the interaction between his drug use and what's actually going on is very strange.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they're trying to suggest here. No,
0: um, no.
1: But yeah, Josh, Josh is going through what you could probably equ- uh, make an equivalent to a few weeks. That's how long has been a few week bender with alcohol, yeah. having alcohol, you know, two three times a week, rather than you know he's not mainlining smack
0: into his eyeballs. And like, it's incredible that during the what if we assume it's Christmas as like as we've said, then it's like a two week break. So he has been doing this stuff for at most four or five weeks and it's become the defining part of his personality.
1: Yeah, because, again, they want it to be a more addictive drug than it is, but it's pre-Watershed yeah. and they can't do it. But what yeah. they can do on pre-Watershed this week, boys Is kissing. it a gay
0: kiss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, getting, but boys can't kiss when it's part of a loving relationship. They can no. kiss when it's a manipulative act to sell drugs.
1: <laughs> yes, when it's an abuse of power. Yeah. When you have... uh, I want to say, because of what we learn about Grady later in the episode, I think we have our first bit of bisexual um, representation on the show.
0: I I suppose we do. (laughs) But
1: it's malevolent and evil.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, So back at the school, Michael has invited the two candidates for the new head of English, uh, Nikki Boston and Vanessa Cooper, to do some trial lessons and Tom is going to uh, oversee a few of their lessons and decide which of them should be the new head of English. It's a teach-off, as they yeah. say. Tom
1: is observing two women, which is a death warrant for one of them, at least.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> um, then as as they both come into the school, we see immediately that Vanessa is sort of kindly and trying to ingratiate herself with the students, whereas Nikki is a disciplinarian. Yeah, she sees two boys playing football in front of her and goes, is this how you treat all your visitors? <laughs> I mean this this show does very much have a hard-on for disciplinarians, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, because I was like, oh, look, severe teacher, kindly hippie. I wonder <laughs> yeah. who the show thinks yeah. is better.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just Tories with a mommy complex love, this woman in a in a suit coming in and <laughs> hammering them all.
0: Um, so they've both been asked as well to come up with some like ideas to sort of
1: that's a Tackle lot to the... deliver for an interview mm. day. Um, they, Their teachers, they'd have to have taken yeah. a day off of their work. They can't take off a day during school term. So they're yeah. basically both playing sick to come on this interview. And they don't only have to do a lesson. They have to do a full day of, because apparently head of English comes with being head of pastoral care now.
0: Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? They're like, for yeah. the pastoral care At- element of the post, as if that's just inherent within a head of English job.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: We'll cure them with book learning. It's weird because there was a version of this at my school. In the I had a science lesson once where they brought in three potential science teachers for the school mm-hmm. and they each did 10 minutes.
1: We had that in an IT lesson.
0: Yeah. But, but it, it wasn't, wasn't
1: the head, you know. Of, and it, no, no, no one made no. me <laughs> go f- marching around Rochdale after this. <laughs> Sorry, you have to bleep that. Uh, <laughs> To so be fair, it would have been a bit of a walk
0: from where I went to school. It would. It would. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Nikki is sort of bringing this cadet unit thing because she's got a military background, which immediately awakens Bootlicker Grantley, which is a, a version of him we like.
1: But, but We do enjoy Bootlicker Grantley, but would the 80s, 90s socialist Bootlicker Grantley that we've come to know, would he be so <laughs> pro-military? In my experience, that, that era of socialist would just be calling a stiff breeze Western imperialism.
0: <laughs> I, I think he's just pro anyone being mean to children. Right, okay. I, I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah.
1: I I do I do enjoy like everything that happens in the staff room where it's like, oh, do you want a cuppa? And Vanessa's like, chamomile tea, because chamomile tea is weak, it's hippie.
0: Yes. I have a black
1: coffee, it's severe, it's <laughs> yeah. authoritarian. Yes.
0: Absolutely. you
1: have got to mention um, as well, in the chat between Grady and Josh, Grady calls Josh's dad uh, his murderous father.
0: Yeah, uh, that was weird.
1: Yeah, Grady's a podcast listener. Yeah. <laughs> Always good to have one on the show.
0: Yeah, it is. It's good. It's good. Um, year 12 and year 13 are both learning the same book.
1: Yeah, one of them has clearly read the book. One of them clearly hasn't, which feels like it's a disadvantage for the teachers.
0: But but they're both asked questions. The Both classes are asked questions as if they've read the book. And by the end of the lessons, they're both answering them. Yeah, even though one class just sits there and every single person goes, I haven't read this book. Because apparently you do the same at, at AS and A2 now. Yeah, Very and weird. Do they, do
1: they make all of these kids read Dickens just so they can yeah. do... In a week, because this wasn't happening last week The head of English was still there a week ago So In a week, they've gone, right You know um, Please read this book of Dickens for one class That is not relevant to any of your exams
0: Yeah, but it's interesting because this This segment of the show Gives us both brands of Waterloo Road good teacher Yeah, strict authoritarian Making it a game Hippie circle Pushing tables out of the way Yeah as soon as you move the tables, you're an amazing teacher. That's the ethos of this. <laughs> but they both, you know, uh, seem to do a good job. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, and so I just, I just
1: don't like. Maybe I, maybe I'm just a, a, a liberal. But <laughs> when she's just like, right, you two stand up, face the board. I'm gonna yell questions. Like it's funny that they like code her as like an Anne Robinson type, and then the game they're playing at the end is quite literally the weakest. <laughs> <list>. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's interesting because when Tom comes in, and she's got the, the, the two twins are like facing the wall, and she's doing this quiz thing. The way Tom looks at that situation, I thought there was gonna be some blowback for her, quite medieval. Yeah, yeah. But the but there wasn't.
1: No, Tom's Tom doesn't make sense anymore. Over the last few episodes, he's really started to just crumble for me. I don't really know what Tom, what Tom Clarkson stands for anymore.
0: No, there is there is a sort of a general sort of erosion of his, yeah, character. I think it's because he stepped so clearly into the personality free deputy head mold.
1: Yeah. With no personal life because they've cut because all of the personal life now must happen during the school day. Tom's character was really enriched by all of the personal life that happened outside yeah. of it. And now that it's gone, you know, three series ago, you had him and the turkey baster uh, semen thief having <laughs> dinners in their house. And we were watching yeah, how, how
0: was that never an episode title?
1: <laughs> it, it is now. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> See any, it's, any, it's, anyone who's never seen the show, game, that's a surprise return.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a um, uh, yeah, interestingly, we get when past the Spotify filters. Um, <laughs> but yeah, w- where was the last time we saw Tom out? Other than cradling Sam Sam Kelly's dying body, he's not been out of school hours in ages. And that you speak, we saw him. We saw him
0: briefly last week, drinking a can and going to the speedway.
1: Yeah, but that was because of something that happened during squares. And it was only, yes. his only interaction was with his son. He's had no interaction with his son. Yeah. yeah. Anyone but his son for ages.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh, Matt is still at the hospital. Uh, uh, baby Martha, they've given her a name, is still in a sort of critical condition. Um, and the doctor is trying to get Matt to, to go home to get some rest because he's been there the whole week.
1: And so he can stup the baby
0: mummy. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers for next week. I mean, there is a
1: lingering shot of them, ha- their hands holding, which is—it's this shows where we're going. Hum, hum,
0: hum, hum. <laughs> <laughs> um, Grady's just in the school.
1: Yeah, just because that's fine. Security Dave would never allow this.
0: No, security Dave would never. We've stepped um, so
1: over. far from God's light.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got Rosie just coming and going as she pleases. <laughs> Drug dealers. What's it about inviting kids to parties? Um, so, Finn recognizes Grady. Says to Josh, "You know he's trouble. You need him to get away from you."
1: Finn went from bad boy jacket to absolute genius boy scout in two weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I- well, it's the it's it's the memory wipe, isn't it?
1: It is. That's what happened this year. He's he's been allowed to become smart now. I guess.
0: Yeah, it's it's the memory wipe. Um he brings trudy a a nice necklace i feel like this is the show remembering that he's rich
1: yeah the show remembers quite a few things this week i think
0: yeah and so he he refers to the necklace as an early christmas present if it's january this doesn't make sense hey
1: no it does make sense because it's an early christmas present
0: it's well no it's if it's january that's a late christmas present <laughs>
1: Imagine that. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, guys. You forgot to get people' girl, uh, their girlfriend's presents in December. Being like, right, I'm gonna badge it as an early one in January. Yeah, yeah. Just so I get the point. Yeah,
0: yeah. Very strange. Um. So Sean wants them as head boy and head girl to uh do a video message for the school website. I mean, the last school video message was. Mainly Chris, 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 Chris means Chris's Ars. bomb.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was my, my note. Was this is the same eponymous website where Chris means ass was featured? So well, generously. as
0: we learned from later on, they have not improved the security. <laughs> no, they haven't.
1: Up, upload to web. <laughs> yes. Apparently, if you just go anywhere and just press upload to web, it will end up on the school website of Waterloo Road in Rochdale.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It will.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be the new Twitter.
0: Um. So Nikki thinks that her cadet unit will help with the gang problem. How? Uh,
1: Making them organised?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ar- <laughs> Arming what I, what
1: them? <laughs> yeah. What I feel gangs need is more, more of a military influence.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, the
1: ability to um, orchestrate battles.
0: Yeah. V- Vanessa says that a good book will sort them out, hoping, I think, to curry favour with Michael, who is again doing his reading Save My Life bit.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't think a good book or organisation really stops people getting involved in gangs. No, it's it's very, um, especially
0: especially after the books The Art of War. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be a very lethal combination. These two initiatives.
1: It's very whichever gender it was handing a Pepsi over to the police. Um, you know this teacher walking over, (laughs) handing um. Capturing the Rye over <laughs> Over to these gangs And it's like oh.
0: yeah. This sense of isolation
1: um, it Speaks to me
0: Meanwhile uh, Grady has given Josh Some and I quote top grade skunk Top grade
1: Skunk Which is laced with whatever the medicine Was that Emily took last series
0: <laughs> Yes um, And then they kiss Now like one of the many reasons I don't smoke weed is because okay. the smell the smell of weed is horrific.
1: It's like I have nose and smell. This is established. You guys can hear it in my voice. My nose does not work properly, right? <laughs> but in Sutton in particular, if you walk past the uh, like the council office, there's like a little bridge there. I've walked through that before and I went, bloody hell, the yeah. stuff that is happening in here, it just yeah. smells like chlorine. I don't get how yeah. people enjoy now, it.
0: I, I wouldn't want to kiss anyone. After they'd been on a spliff.
1: On a spliff?
0: (laughs) Been on a spliff. (laughs) That's what the kids are saying.
1: You've been Um, been injecting spliff again, haven't you? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me the truth.
0: (laughs) Never want to catch you on a spliff again.
1: (laughs) No, I was just snorting it. Rubbing Um, spliff into your gums.
0: So, uh, Nikki spots them, uh, Josh and Grady. Imagine, like... um,
1: I oh, would oh, go away from school to smoke to smoke the weed. Um to, far... to,
0: to get on a spliff? To
1: get on a spliff. Sorry. Do <laughs> um, you know what? I'd go further than the fence.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Grantley and Maggie are counting the cash they've got from their cosmetics business. The,
1: the cash and they then... could have earned solo, but instead
0: of splitting, for some yeah. reasons, um, Michael then shows up. And a local charity has donated a load of e-readers for their book club.
1: Yeah. Do you have an opinion on books versus e-readers? It feels like something you'd have an opinion on. Uh,
0: like 10 years ago, yes. Now, no. With all, with all <laughs>
1: of your garbage physical media in the background of the call. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, like a, a decade ago, I would have had a very strong opinion on e-readers. Now I sort of don't care
1: it's cuz you live in like rented accommodation with finite space so you're just like uh i want yeah. all my books on this one device please i
0: i own lots of books they're all in the in the loft at my mum's house <laughs> because i can't store them <laughs>
1: uh what the world took from us
0: yeah um but they because it's uh it's this it's like 2012 or whatever they have to do the debate that grantley's like oh, i like my physical books with their finger marks and their turned over corners mm mm-hmm um and then within 5 minutes he's been won over to the benefits of e-readers it's just i like i have both because yeah. i just do it
1: based on how much i'm willing to spend on a certain book and they're always on sale when they're always cheaper on an e-reader
0: yes yes i i also own both <laughs> yeah. and i mean any any smart device now can be used as an e-reader yeah yeah i use my phone like it's not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so, uh, so Finn and Trudy are making this video and they're sort of playing around and canoodling and stuff. Kyle comes in and reminds Finn that while you might be a golden boy in here on the streets, you're nothing.
1: Yes, because Kyle is the toast of the street. <laughs> yes. I really because they need to bring George Sampson's dancing back into this. So I really hope this turns into step up to colon
0: the streets. Um, there'll be there'll where, be a really balletic knife fight by the end of this where, series.
1: <laughs> where yeah, it's like the the Dale Skin crew mainly does
0: acts of dance terrorism. Uh, <laughs> it gets very West Side Story.
1: <laughs> it's- because they do that in 7 too, where they, they have a starting dance and there's a newsreader going, this latest attack from the dance crew 410. It's like, how is it an attack? They danced. <laughs> that was, um, was such a pre-TikTok era because now every yeah. bugger everywhere
0: is dancing all of the time. Yeah. Um, so uh, Trudy and Finn end up deciding that Trudy wants to have sex with Finn. And and Finn is is very, you know, he's he's been waiting for her and he says, you know, I don't want you to regret it. Are you sure? I think it's quite nice.
1: Yeah, I was just saying say, like, Finn, like, paraphrasing, uh, I've changed my sheets so Jess will have sex with me and now I'm <laughs> yes. fuming she won't, is yeah. now suddenly being a respectful kid?
0: Yes, it's because of the memory wipe. The memory wipe.
1: Yeah. I feel like he was this way with Amy, though.
0: I, I don't know. I, I can't
1: vouch for this at all. So don't go back watch the episodes and judge me as a horrible misogynist. But I feel <laughs> like there was a conversation because it was it was a bigger deal. Well, because a similar deal was made when Finn and Amy were first together for the first time, right? Because it felt because I, I feel like Finn has had
0: this story with the last three girls. He's... <laughs> Maybe. Um, so there's a bit where uh, Grantley is carrying a box of books and also his envelope of cash. Um Matt gets a call from the hospital, and as he runs out, he knocks Grantly and the envelope of money gets left behind where Phoenix finds it.
1: Yes, and then Phoenix, Denzel, and Scout act as no human being would and go, there are no consequences to me spending this money.
0: <laughs> but I I genuinely love the shots where <laughs> Uh, Nikki is leading the cadet unit out of the school and you just see the three of them run in laden with shopping bags. With H&M it's my favourite shot of the episode. It's so fun. So yeah, Phoenix initially wants to sort of hand the cash in, but Denzel and Scout are like, oh no, think what we can do with all of this That's, money. I just,
1: again, this is just for a bit that ultimately goes nowhere as well. But like, it's not consistent with Phoenix or Scout that they would just take the money and do this.
0: And we don't know enough about Denzel's, really, to know if it's consistent with him.
1: No, but, like, Scout is, you know, you're a good, honest person. That
0: was the whole thing. Yeah. And, I mean, Phoenix was driven insane very yeah. recently by the moral quandary that Michael Yeah, Fe-
1: Yeah, Phoenix joined the military just to avoid <laughs> yeah. facing, yeah. Yeah. you know, being an accessory to something evil. And it was like, oh, this yeah. quid, free money. Yeah. It?
0: There's a, a really... Horrifying scene at the hospital Where Matt turns up And there's a priest there
1: That's not what you want to see, right? It's not
0: That has got to be Pretty high on the list Of things you don't want to see <laughs> I
1: was also just like Was this priest here? Do the hospitals
0: Like in this country Just have priests on retainer? I, I don't know this for a fact But I think yes Right I think there is like A hospital chaplain Oh, is that not like that I think that is a thing. I,
1: the, the, I, they would have to be confined to their room at all times. What if he's went, oh, I'm just going out to stretch my legs. And he's just makes just every, a, family, uh, yeah. <laughs> every family panics. Oh, my God, he's on his way. He's going to some, read someone there. And last right, oh. is that a thing? No, I don't know.
0: Um, back at the school, Maddie and the twins are doing teach-me-how-to-doggy.
1: And they rightly get put into the military service.
0: <laughs> yeah. Walking
1: around Rochdale isn't punishment enough. Send them to NAM. Oh, like,
0: what age are these
1: kids? I don't know. Ma- uh,
0: like, Maddie is
1: 12 now, so 16, Maddie 17. is
0: older. Th- Maddie must be older than the twins because she was with Vicky and Ronan. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: not the twins, but Vicky and Ronan are in their 30s, so I don't really yeah.
0: know. <laughs> oh, I did. It confused me. It really confused me. Um, so Josh is, like, staggering around the corridors because they've laced the weed with whatever Emily took the other week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he goes into he's this now, mentoring thing. now session. on
1: weed and multiple sclerosis medication.
0: Yes. That dangerous um, combo. Dangerous combo. So he goes into this mentoring thing, and he's supposed to be mentoring Zach, um, and then he's clearly unwell, and he explosively vomits, as you said, pineapple juice all over Vanessa. Yeah. Where's the most embarrassing place you've been
1: sick? I,
0: look, I'm not fun. Right. I I, I cannot my stress story that enough. My body
1: isn't fun.
0: <laughs> I I don't think I have ever been sick outside of a house where I live.
1: <laughs> what a charmless existence. There was one time I had some kind of stomach thing at school. It was year four, and I remember going up to my teacher saying I don't feel very well, and then I was sort of literally about to be sick, so I started I ran across the classroom to make it to the sink, and I didn't get there. So I believe I was uh a girl called Sophie's hair. Are
0: you still friends with Sophie?
1: I uh, know we drifted apart actually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's 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 pretty grim the the initial sicking when we next see her, she hasn't made any when we next see her, she hasn't had a chance to clean it off, but it is has gone.
1: yeah, and she hasn't changed her top. no so <laughs> sick lingers. yeah, it does, yeah. I know a lot about weed, but sick, I could
0: talk your ear off about that. Um, so Nikki finds Josh. Um, does the addict waterboard in the shower? Yes.
1: Yeah, and this is just like this is what they do to people who do drugs. That's not what they do to people who do no. Drugs.
0: Um, but then she takes Josh with the rest of the cadet kids to go and march around Rochdale for for reasons, and then we see Denzel, Scout, and Phoenix running in with all the shopping bags.
1: Yeah, I don't really get this. I don't don't understand Um, any of it. Surely, if you are going to take your child out of school for several hours to go walking, they'd have to sign off some (laughs) form of waiver.
0: Well, I guess the idea is that it's... I mean, I don't know about waivers, but the idea is that it's just lunchtime, right? Yeah, but you expect them to be in school premises. So they're gone for, like, ten minutes. While all this is going on, Chalky has given Kyle the job of uploading the head boy and head girl footage. Chalky was a Um,
1: gang expert a week ago. Yeah, and I was just like, "Hey, you and Finn seem to have daily falling out, so I'm going to give you this yeah. footage and ask you to do yeah. the right thing."
0: You you wear laces, identifying you as a member of the gang that Finn directly insulted a week ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There'll be no consequences to this. Yes.
0: And I mean, in terms of things Kyle could have done, it's quite uh, minimal.
1: I was <laughs> like, oh, there's gonna be a comedy rap. No, he just loaded uploaded a video of two people having fun. And then for yeah. some reason, Sean seems to see this as a hate crime.
0: It, it's when Sean looked at it and went, oh, Look, like, oh, oh. Like These it's kids, not even like they're swearing or anything. They're just it, sort of playing about. It took him
1: two or three takes to record the video. Yeah. And they had fun.
0: Yeah. 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 So I lock, you know, I locked two 17, 18 year olds who were in a relationship in a room for two hours and they smiled at each other once. Oh. <laughs> so-
1: this is why they need like an on-hand chaplain at the school to come
0: and you know, flick water at these kids. <laughs> um, so Phoenix, with some of his ill-gotten gains, has bought Harley an MP3 player so he can listen to the books for book club because he struggles with reading.
1: Yeah, Harley manages Despite, you know, the school doesn't have internet access And that MP3 definitely doesn't have internet access Harley manages to get the Audiobook on his MP3 That day in yeah. school
0: Yeah, well the plot requires it <laughs> Yeah Um. So uh, uh, Tom finds a lighter And the weed amongst all of Josh's Wet well, clothes
1: Tom, Tom goes, he sees the wet clothes And goes, ah, a waterboarding has happened Yeah <laughs>
0: This is, this is
1: drink or drugs related
0: He knows it As soon as he walks To the changing room He's like I love the smell Of waterboarding
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the steam still Touching the ceiling Around the shower Yeah And waterboarding Happened here
0: Yeah um, So Nikki has taken them off Marching around the estate Josh spots Grady With a woman Kissing her And then selling her drugs Um, He then confronts him and Grady says, you know, I like all of my clients to feel special. They have a scuffle and Nikki intervenes.
1: Yeah. Do you know what? If I've been selling drugs and kissing a teenager, which I haven't. But (laughs) the last thing I want to do is yell at them going like you'll regret this little boy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. If I've kissed someone for whatever reason, the last thing I want to say to them is little boy. <laughs> uh. um, so yeah, we find out that Kyle has uploaded the video of Finn and Trudy being happy, um, and this is awful, terrible. Oh. Um, that's the, the Dale Skin crew, after after a
1: week of t- untidying classrooms and spurring graffiti, their next great <laughs> big ploy is to upload videos of the head girl and boy just having fun.
0: Yeah. And then Sean gives them a dressing down and Finn uh, and Trudy says it's the most embarrassing experience of her life. When,
1: when will we ever get an end to this gang violence?
0: <clears throat> yeah. Um we find out that <laughs> Finn had gone out at lunchtime and bought the most condoms I've ever seen in one place.
1: Yeah. He bought mates' condoms. Now, I remember a friend at uni, and it is a friend at uni, this isn't my story. Um, (laughs) He was in, uh, because he was kidding himself, he was in a, uh, like a boots or whatever, and he was in the aisle where they were selling condoms. And then he was like, right, I want to get these ones, but mates are so much cheaper. What should I do? And then an old woman said to him, that's not an area you want to skimp on, and then walked off.
0: And she was right. And she was right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, As
0: that sponsorship with mate's condoms is down the toilet. Yeah. So so this, this bit exists only to do the comedy beat where Grantley wants to check everyone's bag to see if they've stolen the money. Yes. And what I thought he was going to do was empty Finn's bag publicly. Yeah. So that everyone could see that he bought a load of condoms. But he doesn't. He just sort of has a look and goes, ooh. Yeah, it means nothing. All- so what was the point? It is all crap. Um, so then he, Grantley leaves and sees Harley with this MP3 player and for some reason immediately Rick goes, bad. he calculates the price, he plays prices right, calculates the cost of the MP3 player and goes, they've nicked it.
1: Grantley is just, yeah, morse in this episode. <laughs> but yeah. Figure that out really quickly. Um, yeah, they could have so yeah, he- shown Harley with a bad MP3 player at the start of the episode. And yeah, that's a good MP3 player. And he goes, Where did you get that in the last
0: three hours yeah. during a school yeah, yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Harley says, Oh, Phoenix got it for me, and then Grantly works out what's happening, gets the three of them, um, and he says he's gonna put them to work to pay back the, the you
1: know. I felt very uncomfortable during this scene because Denzel goes, How can we repay you? And Grantly leans in far too close <laughs> When he says, I'm gonna put you to work. I was like, What's he gonna do? <laughs>
0: So, Nikki is like giving Josh a bit of a pep talk about the drugs. And Josh says, The reason I do it is so I'm trying to like blot out my problems. Um, and Nikki says, You know, you need to take responsibility for all of this. Uh, they get back to school. Uh, Tom is livid with Josh and livid with Nikki. And then he talks to Josh. And Josh says, You know, at least she doesn't judge me for it. And Tom is all, he's all angry. He's an angry yeah. man.
1: Tom is being unreasonable. Uh-huh. But imagine you're doing like a trial job interview day and your instinct is to take 30 kids off of the school site to go marching and then send 29 of them back by themselves so you can talk to the one who was just found with weed in his bag. Yeah. Who's also the son of the person doing your interview that day. Yes. And then Tom's like yelling at Josh, like you've had enough chances to straighten out. One, he's had one chance. (laughs) That's how many chances he's had.
0: Yeah, I must admit, I was watching this episode because like obviously knowing that Nikki goes on to be a character in the show, I was sat there going, how is she gonna get the job? <laughs> this isn't going well.
1: <laughs> it's by brutalising like, criminals. She's that's how. she's
0: not as she's not as good a teacher because she didn't even move the tables. No. She didn't uh, have any of them make-make loud noises. No, she's failed at the pastoral element. Mm. Um, and she's upset the person doing the interview. Like it's it's a bad hat trick.
1: I would like to see because Josh says like to the to Tom you're you're like you're overbearing. I can't talk to you because you're like this all the time. Could we not see some of this?
0: Yeah, we could have done, but we haven't
1: because we know Tom Clarkson, the father in our mind, basically ended. When he accepted Josh as coming out. After that, yes. we have not seen any interaction with those two outside of school, really. Yeah. But now, apparently, in the time since then, he has become this person who's loud and yelling and he won't listen to Josh's thoughts or feelings or anything. Because like that. because
0: he only cares about school, apparently, but we haven't seen that.
1: No. And it's one of those things as well that you forget actually Tom's journey. So when someone mentions in the class, oh, Josh has got a new boyfriend. Tom just goes, Oh, you didn't mention you have a new boyfriend. Yeah. You know, that's a big, like, you know, that was the last thing we saw Tom do. But yeah, now apparently, yeah. since that time, it is, Oh, he's this person that Josh can't speak to anymore. Yeah. And it's just like, if you're going to do these things, show us it, especially yeah. with characters. Who, like, it's not like it's um, Tarek and Trudy's dad who they clearly haven't cast for 10 episodes. Yeah. Like, he is a regular. So we can yeah. see these interactions with them.
0: Yeah. Um, so Tom goes to Michael. And Michael says, well, we have a zero-tolerance policy on drugs. Yeah. We love a zero-tolerance policy.
1: We do. Even though this one runs contrary to every possible belief about helping children at this school.
0: And also, how many drug storylines have we seen, none of which have had a zero-tolerance response? Exactly. exactly. (laughs) But
1: it's just raised the stakes that they then immediately ignore when they make an exception.
0: As they said last week It's not even Josh's first offense
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's prone to it Yeah Um, But yeah Like In terms of what The score is You know what You know what Kim Campbell OG Kim Campbell Said in series one Which is If you report this this person goes into this system where they save their yeah. life and they don't get out of it. That we don't do that at this school. We help them. We give them life opportunities. So the idea that Michael is like this is zero tolerance policy. I'm going to make you, Josh, a relatively good kid who smoked a bit of cannabis, have a police record for the rest of your
0: life. And and in fairness, he does go from Andrew Treneman to Kim Campbell quite quickly.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah he says I'll...
0: we're not going to, you know, we won't involve the police. We don't need to give you a criminal record over this. Um, no He does get excluded
1: exception play right now.
0: He does get excluded for a week Which I love it when they get excluded for a week Because that means they can just come back for the next episode Yeah
1: yeah If was wouldn't be in the next episode No
0: exactly um, So Tom says uh, Tom and Michael then talk about the candidates He says he's not really convinced by either of them Because none of them have Violently assaulted a drug dealer yet No exactly Maggie then uh, is talking to Grantly. They'd had a conversation earlier about how Grantly needed that money because it's to pay for Fleur's care home, and he's already behind on the the payments by a month. Maggie offers to to lend him the money, um, and then they they sort of say, "Oh, it's you know, it's it, it's been agreeable to share our troubles and to have someone to talk to." Yeah.
1: Again, we haven't
0: seen this. No, I'd like. I don't think we've not seen it. Shut up. No, I, like, I, don't I, think go... we've, I don't think we've seen it. I don't think we've don't seen think... it, but
1: I don't think we've not seen it. What are you yeah.
0: talking about? <laughs> like,
1: what game what of I'm riddles saying... are you playing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is they have at least shown us them interacting, which is more than we can say for a lot of so-called relationships in this show. Yeah, exactly. We've seen them sort of get on the same page with the thi- with the cosmetics thing. And we've seen that they have a sort of back and forth between them, which is kind of fun. Kind of fun. It's that you're being very generous. Um, And so then Chalky shows up uh, and Maggie leaves and Chalky sort of comments on there being a bit of a frisson between um, Grantley and Maggie. Which, to be fair to Grantley's response here, is a terrible thing to say to a man whose wife is alive.
1: Yeah, I was quite interested in this. I thought they might go into it. They might go into it in the next few weeks. I think they of,
0: will go into it. Yeah. Because
1: it's an interesting thing, isn't it? When clearly Floor has Fleur has deteriorated. Is yeah. the is the person he was married to still there? And that's an interesting conversation for them to kind of like actually have. And I was quite interested to see where this where this but goes. But the
0: way the way Chalky approaches it is like he's not married at all.
1: Yeah, but I you know, again, Chalky was in the kind of post fleur. Being at home things You don't really yeah. know How much understanding He has of the situation Because him and Grantley Aren't mates.
0: But he, he must know That Grantley's wife Is alive and in a home But yeah So Gr- Grantley responds Quite uh, aggressively And says you know I'm a married man That's, that's inappropriate um, And then we see him Giving the cold shoulder To Maggie then Who wants a lift home um, And I it, like, the, the, the situation is clear That Grantley is sort of A bit worried about His own feelings Yeah which is interesting if they it choose to explore it deeper, which they may, which I, I, I'd be glad if they did. Um, so uh, Nikki is in Michael's office to sort of get the feedback from the interview. Uh, she says, you know, I should probably withdraw my application because of what's happened today. Um, but I believe I've got all the right skills to do this job and to help these kids. And then Tom says, well, you haven't got the job.
1: And then Michael, in, in, in a rare like bit of like actual fun, goes, maybe we can uh, tell the other person a bit more politely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, they reject Vanessa as well,
1: well On what um, grounds is Vanessa rejected?
0: Um,
1: is it She said you could see someone obviously on drugs And I was like well I went up to him I said you're not well And then he was sick on my chest yeah.
0: She's like she had identified that he was unwell
1: <laughs> Yeah at that point I think she would probably Would have gone he's on drugs But then he ran out of the room
0: Yeah Um. um they they reject her for reasons of plot
1: Yes It's because um, they cast the actress for one episode Yeah,
0: but then <laughs> I quite like that when she's rejected, she then asks Michael out Yeah
1: And they start to entertain that this might go somewhere It's going nowhere um, No,
0: it's not going anywhere, no. Um, no
1: But also, because this is how boring The show is now When you, when she was like, oh, you have my number For the application, I was like, does that breach data
0: protection? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not very not very GDPR, this is it
1: Yeah, I, I feel like if someone sent me a CV And then I then called it up and said, this isn't about the job This is about me trying to have sex with you I'd be really abusing uh, yeah. Those circumstances, would not I?
0: Yeah So then we got uh, Tom and Josh leaving the school Together, and Tom's saying, oh, you know I'm worried about you um, And then Nikki arrives, and she spots Grady Having seen him earlier, outside the school Um and then she runs over and tackles him to the ground. Lighters and weed and money everywhere.
1: Yeah, because earlier, when she was in heels, Grady was able to outrun her. And now when she's in heels, Grady is not able to outrun her.
0: Yes, but it's because she's determined. She's
1: determined now. Earlier, she wasn't really like, fussed about She catching. wasn't, no, she, she wasn't. She, sure was, she didn't tell. have the right audience to catch a drug dealer. <laughs> I, no. the, yeah, she be, she beats up a drug dealer... And then they're like, oh, you're so right for this school. And yeah, the other teacher, she's right to roll her eyes and walk off. Yeah, I love
0: the eye roll because she's like, it's Ugh. it's as if she's a podcast listener. It's like, well, she's got the job there, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah. <laughs> of, of
1: course, the severe head teacher gets yeah, to yeah. be there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I liked that. I like the eye roll a lot. Um, And then Tom apolog- you know, apologizes to her for the way he's acted and says, welcome to Waterloo Rose.
1: <laughs> it's
0: good It's good
1: I hate, Yeah I everything about this.
0: Waterloo Road
1: There's so many episodes left <laughs> It's
0: good and I like it It's all good stuff
1: There's nothing fun in that episode
0: I enjoyed it I thought it was fun Come on to, We
1: didn't even get to do a reference to our old favourite joke
0: Next time trailer meeting a sexy man called Craig.
1: (laughs) Not fun. I don't think there is a sexy man called Craig. I'm gonna go there and say it. I don't think Craig's a sexy name.
0: What about Daniel Craig?
1: That's not. That's his name's Daniel.
0: (laughs) He's got Craig in his name.
1: Oh, I'll raise you a sexy Craig. Ryan Gosling. What? What are we (laughs) doing here,
0: Tom? He's got. He's got Craig in his name. So, yeah, Janice is meeting Sexy Craig. Scout's face is all blotchy because of the cosmetics that are bad. Zach's doing a paternity test. That comes out that's come out of nowhere. Oh. Uh, uh, Jez and Matt are having a face-off. Uh, uh, Josh's mental health seems to be deteriorating. And then there's something about Matt's doctor. What could be going on with the doctor?
1: A good old stupping. <laughs> Ooh, what's the play-out song? Let's get this over and done with
0: so I don't um, have to deal with this show for another week. There is a Kasabian one right near the beginning when they're first smoke, smoking the drug. Mm. They're on a spliff. Uh, and it's called spliff. Days Are Forgotten by Kasabian. So it's not one of the one Kasabian songs everybody knows? No, it's not one of the ones anyone knows, no.
1: Alright, fantastic. Can we just pick a song that we like, then? No.
0: that's You know by now that's not how it works. Uh... <laughs> What, well, are we, 100, we, 123 episodes you know that's not how it works if we just
1: picked indie rock from 2012 people would go yeah sounds like that was on the show
0: if you just if the thing is
1: because how this works right if i said what's the play song and you said this song was featured in the episode i'd go okay you can tell me anything we get to so like, why is it just been keen in every episode for the last 20 weeks like, yeah, so they,
0: they just... they're all they're all in order through the album as well. Yeah, That's yeah, weird.
1: <laughs> so bizarre, and then Hamilton turns up in Series Nine. It's so strange.